from the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the fantasy show. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon and he's Davey. Hey, that's not, I'm not Davey. You always mess up the order <laughs> here. Right, you got to read it. me last. All right. Um, we don't have a new intro yet. Uh, some unforeseen circumstances. We're using the old intro for the other show, but we're, we're working on that. Uh, but we are the fantasy goons. So welcome into the fantasy goons show. Uh, you can find us on the three majors of social media soon, hopefully at the fantasy goons, but for now at pucks out pod. Now let's get you the info you need to be a champion. Uh, how are you guys this uh, this week? Getting ready for hockey to come back? Good. Got to get a got to get a draft set up. Time frames and so what's, do I. What's not? Uh, <laughs> what's not? I've got a corral. Apparently, one of the guys in the league hasn't reactivated his team yet. Don't know who it is. So I'm gonna have to send that message out and oh, find man. out who it is. I think it's I think it's our boy Sobo or our boy Riley. Sobo's Sobo's not in the one of the the league that I sent that message out to. I believe he is. I don't think so. Okay, well he's in my he's in my cat's league. Then it's not Sobo, but then it's probably Riley. So old Riles Mac reactivate that team, or could be Sass. I hope it's not me. Sass possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Could be any. I don't know that you're in that league, so maybe we should just get you in if if dude (laughs) doesn't doesn't reactivate. All right. Uh, For news, not much news. Uh, Sports coming back. So let's get let's jump right into it. How do you guys think this uh the fantasy season is going to be impacted by this weird 56 game schedule? You got got you know got teams playing their rivals multiple times more than usual. Uh what do you guys think that means for fantasy? Davey, you want you seemed like it. you got a I feel like an idea. We're going to see a lot of goals in Canada this year. I feel like they're going to score a ton of goals. I just that's what I feel like. That was my first thought when I saw how is this going to impact your schedule. And so that in in fantasy wise, I mean, I might be loading up on some Canadian players because or huh? some of the guys on these teams like the McDavid's and the you know the Matthews and the Elias Pettersson. Is there multiple McDavid's? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. As far as how I think the schedule is going to impact things, I think this is really, really beneficial to the goalies that normally you would see splitting some time. You're not sure when they're going to play. And maybe some teams still do that. But we as we talked about on the main show earlier when we were recording that, when we were recording that, a guy like Vassy, who normally plays 60 games a year anyway, Make it to play the full season, yeah. which is which is amazing. So I think that goalies are going to have the best impact from this. For sure. Whereas guys that are streakier and are down the stretch players may get hurt by this because yeah. 56 games is not 82. If no. no, you know, I'm no math guy, but uh but that that that's where I see the the impact as far as the most beneficial impact being goalies are going to get less games but still get to play the full season. That's so. a good point. Yeah, goalies. That's that's going to be fun to watch too because obviously I mean, we're going to talk about it later. But tandems and and things like that. But it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out with the tandems. 
being such few games and sure. and how quick the games are going to be played. I don't know. I don't know how many teams are going to you know do it. Or but well, and when you and with anything, when you go to more games, each game within itself carries a more heavy weight to that win or that loss. Yeah. Uh, so sure. so a big game per se you got to have your guy in there, you mm-hmm. know, but with only 56 happening, that doesn't really impact. I mean, the, the reason we see a lot of these goalie tandems is because we don't want our guy slowed down and tired yeah. by playoff time. Exactly. So that's not as big of a, of an issue. And obviously 56 games is more than some teams yeah. ha- will play a goalie anyway. But a guy like Vassy who plays 60 games or, you know, a guy like Carey Price who plays most of the games, yeah. that's a big impact for them. That that really means a lot. And each game means so much more. So obviously you want to have your top guy in there more often mm-hmm. than not. I think that th- that goalies are the most benefited by this this shorter season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that this benefits both the goalies like Vassy, who can play this amount of games by himself, but also the goalies who, you know, I think Carey Price is going to benefit from this a lot. A guy who in a full season might not, you know, would, would have to split time, but he's going to. He's not a big time splitter from my he, yeah. I, I think he's going to be this year, though. Entering in, I actually, I talk about it later on. You know, he's entering into his 14th season. He had a really good year. Uh, and so, yeah, I think he's going to be splitting some time, but I think that's going to be good for him. Whereas in a long season, he always seems to kind of struggle towards the very end. So this is the kind of season where I think efficiently he, this is good for him. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Um, but all right. So let's move into who we think our MVP of the season can be. This can be a straight up. This guy's going to be the best player or for his value. He's going to be the MVP. And I also reached out to some other contributors. Can I, can I just go back to my point on the, the carry price from 2015, which was his Vesna winning season. If I remember correctly, we have 66, 12 injury, 62, 49 injury, 66, and then 58 of not a lot of games last year. He is a, a big time. You, usage he's used a lot so i mm-hmm. i do want to well, what i'm saying point. is this year i think that we are entering into his stage of career where he's gonna have to start splitting games is what i saw is what i meant. I got is that, you yeah okay yeah what i meant is that we are he, 14 the older se- goalies yeah you know i think he's in that sweet spot you know guys like pekka who's 33 are, he's basically ancient yeah so <laughs> yeah so guys like pekka who are been splitting games I don't think he sees a change for this kind of season. I think agreed. Uh, but guys who are kind of like Harry Price, who are on the verge of starting to need that rest, this is perfect for him. It mm-hmm. keeps his longevity going forward after the season, and this is a good test of let's they can get a young goaltender in there, start seeing happy forms, and you know what? If if he ends up having to play sixty percent of the games, seventy percent of the games, not a big deal Mm-mm. because that's what normally forty percent of the games would have been on a regular season. Right, right. Okay. Um, but yeah, so let's move into our who are our fantasy MVP for the season. Uh, my and I say value, but this is really not a value. Alex Ovechkin. People, we know that he is still a first round guy. Many people will look at his age and be like, oh, you know, what we, he he's he's uh you know he's too old now. The fact is, the old man can still wheel snipe Sally, baby. He's gonna he is going I believe he's gonna lead the league in goals. I think he's taking the Rocket Richard. 
I think he's going to lead, lead in uh, shots on net and leagues that are shot and hit heavy. I mean, he's a cheat code. He is a he will always shoot the uh, shoot the puck and he will get a shit ton of hits for you. So I, you know, if he's still available in the bottom of the second, which in I think in many leagues he won't be. But if he's there in the second, I'm getting you have to. If he's yeah. if he's there on the top of the third, it's a no brainer. You get Alex Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on who you're playing with and how they see his age. If you had to guess ranking right now for I've got it pulled up, but I'm curious to see what you guys say. Where do you think Ovechkin's ranked right now in the top? And top for like ADP 20, or just like like overall NHL fantasy top 250 player rankings right here this is just an overall <sighs> number just, eight yeah i was gonna literally say eight guess. as well great guess i was gonna say eight or nine he's six okay. okay so and i think they're being generous but i mean i do too but that's me yeah know? i think with the amount of young talent they're being a little generous uh but it's also so hard because he could i mean it's for some leagues that score that score heavy that just i mean he could go out this he could go out this year and score 70 goals i wouldn't be surprised if he puts up 68 goals this year yeah you're looking at nhl's official fantasy yes yes, the official rankings and then i'm seeing ironically crosby at eight so that's okay (laughs) which i also think is generous but i I, yeah i I think they're being more generous to crosby than yeah yeah for sure so who are y'all's uh mvp choices this year i have sebastian ajo Coming into the fifth year, he has shown us a whole lot uh, already. I mean, we're talking about a guy that had 83 points two years ago, 66 points in a, in a short year this past year, and looked good in the playoffs, had a bad draw. I think the Bruins, is that correct? They played in the playoffs that mm-hmm. put them out? Yep. I mean, the Bruins are a tough defensive team. I am, I am, I'm just sold on, and and Bobby kind of pointed this out to me. A lot of my early season uh, award picks happen to be Carolina. Uh, And so I don't know why. It's just a feeling. They just, he just looked really, really good last year, and he can provide can provide a lot and i think he has multi-positional eligibility I'm, correct I'm sure, i believe he yeah. gets a right wing yep. option as yep. well which is the weaker of the two wings yeah. overall mm-hmm. but but clutch <clears throat> to have that option for a guy that is that good too, Abs- you know? absolutely um so i think that you know compared to his draft position and his ranking on nhl.com which is not nearly high enough since oh number 12 I just don't see this guy being the twelfth ranked guy on uh, on the on the board. So I, I'm going to go Sebastian Ajo as my fantasy. I MVP. like the pick. I like yeah. he's young man. He's he's 23 years old. He's he's entering his prime, and I, I feel like it's only going to be uphill for this kid. He's yeah. actually one of my favorite players to watch right now. He is. And I talked so much about him last year when we were when we were doing the fantasy uh, show, and I, I just I really I really enjoy him. So solid pick, and I honestly. Probably would have made. I, I would have considered picking him as well as the MVP. I stole him. I got you in before both you, you guys. Did I know? <laughs> but that being said, I really, really like your pick as well, Davey. I yeah. am. It is a guy that I couldn't bring myself to put him on the list, but <laughs> it's it's make break because he's 22 years old. Right? I've got Elias Pettersson, and he's he's 22 years old. I mean, he's put up big numbers in two NHL seasons. Uh, 28 goals, 38 uh, assists, and 66 points in his first his rookie season. Big playoffs this uh, past year too. Playoffs. So, um, and then 
season two and and the uh, 18 or sorry last season was 27 goals 39 assists 66 points so you got 66 points his rookie season 66 points last year he tied it with less games i mean that's pretty awesome you know i mean yeah i uh and he didn't play as many games as his rookie season as well he was still like i mean 71 or something like that but still almost when they're and their youth is youth is only a, a hindrance when they're young, I mean, right. you got you. This is a growing team that I foresee making a good stretch run, yeah. potentially in the playoffs. Not that that matters for what we're talking about here in fantasy, but in order to set themselves up for a good run, you got to have a good season. Yeah, I love the pick. He's sitting at uh, thirteen, 13 on the yeah. uh, on the NHL ranking. So twelve and thirteen. I like that. Yeah, and and I mean Bobby just went super safe trying well, to pick the number six guy. <laughs> I mean, and, and real quick, I think that he's probably going to be. And this is this is I like being bold. You know what I mean? I think he's one of the best players in the All Canadian North Division. I really do. I know we got McDavid yeah. and we got you know Drysaddle, but. Uh, Matthews. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. uh, Patterson is like he is a defensive player too. His defense numbers are incredible in, yeah. in comparison to like McDavid's and Drysaddle's. And I would say better than Ajo's. Oh yeah, I think I my think so too, I yeah. think my 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 point scoring opportunities will be better with Ajo. But I think overall for a Cats league, if we're being honest, that could be the mm-hmm. the true MVP pick. No doubt. Uh, And I think Bobby earlier on had on the dock had Jack Eichel. And I really liked that pick. I, I was surprised to pop on here and see that you had switched it, but not that Ovi's a bad pick or anything, but I really liked the bold pick of Jack Eichel and what that could have done. 10. He's 10. Okay. So well, I think I, I put him as my heart trophy winner on the other show. I don't think I ever had him as my, maybe that's right. Maybe I I have Jack trying to do two jobs. Yeah. But I but but let's be real here. Taylor Hall coming into town. Jack yeah. Eichel could be a dark horse for this spot yeah, uh, as well. So great picks on, mm, from yeah. everybody. You know, I mean, depending on where you're at in the draft, like I'm not taking any of these guys number one overall. Wow. Like no. But that's I, kind of the point I think of an MVP because mm-hmm. it'd be too easy if the number one overall. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, I get first pick. If, if some, if one of you guys give me as a Ghana McDavid or Leon you get Dreisaitl, first pick, you get first pick. Who you taking right now? I mean, McDavid or Drysaddle. Same. McKinnon, no I mean, question for I me. Mean, I'm you know, I mean, and well, but, because you've been on that bus for four years now, eventually <laughs> it's gonna hit. No, McKinnon always, always brings yeah. you home in some in, in some uh, fantasy. So that, but but either any of those three guys are the obvious. Look, we're not saying we're gonna pick these guys number one overall if we get the opportunity. But that's that's more of what we're choosing is. The number one overall pick is not generally yeah. the number one The hardest one pick is like guy. the fourth or fifth pick, and you know some good guys have been getting off the board. But like, if the, yeah. if, the, if this guy shows up <clears> in like the sixth pick in a twelve man league, uh, you got to start. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. I would pick Pedersen over Crosby any day. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to deny that yeah. at all. I would honestly, in in Ov, that's tough because. Gosh, you got an opportunity to yeah. OB pass. It's tough, especially but. like in in smaller leagues. It's not as tough. But it, like if I said, if it's a twelve man league and you've got yeah. the six pick, you've got so many picks till it comes oh, back man, to you. No. What pick do you guys want this year? 
there's always that kind of spot that you kind of you're kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, there's. One, I wouldn't be mad at eight or nine to be honest. Depends on the size of the league. I'm like in a ten team, yeah. in a ten or twelve team league. Let's would, go ten team because most people are either eight, ten, or twelve, and mm-hmm. so ten is that good middle. I wouldn't spot. mind you're a ten eight, team eight, league. Eighth pick, I feel like okay, it's not a That's, bad spot. I'm a, I'm a middle of the way. I'm a five guy because okay. it allows you to see yeah. what people in front of you are doing, but also allows you to see the path that people behind. Because if you have the last pick of the draft, you're like, okay. Where are people going from here? Am I about to like? Am I about in the next round about to play a bunch of idiots and all my goaltenders yeah. are going to be gone? Right. But now if you, you have get a eighth, run, but if you get an eighth pick and then you see two goalies taken back to back, you're like, okay, I can play this the right way now. Well, and see, and so that's my 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 argument right now is going. I I want the number I want the number four pick mm-hmm. because you oh, still yeah. get a little bit of a Good turn, pick. but you get one of these four guys: yeah. Nathan McKinnon. Connor McDavid, right. Leon Dreisaitl, or Austin Matthews. You get the potential what guaranteed pick, best What pick don't you want? I feel like number two, the two Ten, spot. I hate turns. I hate picks on the turn. I don't love that last I see. I would, I would rather have two than one, if we're being honest, because I hate picks on the turn because you're having to – you don't get to see – exactly yeah. what you're saying. You don't get to see runs happening. You have to make your call. You prepare it. You, you don't just, get any opportunity to – You either make to, the run and – I feel like you either make you the run start or you it, miss the run. You start it yeah. or you miss it. And mm-hmm. my, that I hate picks on the turn for that very reason because you never get to get value. You either right. – I like this guy a whole lot because of where I can get him within the draft. But if you like a guy and you're pick one, you either got to take him or miss him. Yeah. And so that that sucks. Right, so, so 10 is better to than – not better than one, but as far as for that goes – but you're still picking at the turn and you're having to kind of try to plan ahead. Right. Is this guy going to go before? If you really want him, you have to take him. And I hate that. Unless right, you're in right. one of my weird leagues, then it's like, oh, pick number one, Vincent Trocek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you, surprisingly has been the best pick for three years in a row now somehow. Dude's a monster in high is, scoring yeah. leagues. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> when faceoffs when faceoff wins are worth like three points, dude gets like 900 faceoff wins a year. <laughs> All right, so let's move on now into our best or best value goalie tandem. Um, this is really more of a, if you take this guy, how wh- how much are you going to reach to handcuff his backup? Um, and my and I'll start us off, Corpus Allo and Merzlikens, I think neither of those guys you're, you have to reach for. So you could theoretically get both of those guys at a fairly good value in the draft. You know, if you like, I see Braden Holtby and Demko, if you want to get Holpe and Demko, I think you're having to move some stuff around in a weird way to in order to get both. Um, same could be said maybe because Markstrom for several years has been a first one. Or, I, I think Markstrom used used to be like one of the first three goaltenders off the board. Now, I, I don't he's know. Fallen. He's yeah, he a little fallen. bit later, but... You okay? You, you have Corpus Allo and Merslickens. Yeah. Let's just all talk about all our picks all at once. Davey, who do you have? Yeah, I've got uh, Braden Holtby and Thatcher Demko, and I have uh, Jacob Markstrom and David Riddich. Mm-hmm. I think that Markstrom you make because he had such a good finish yeah. to last season. I don't, I don't want to say you have you're going to have to reach for him. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to reach on goalies. I just generally right. do not anyway. But Markstrom, you may have to reach a bit. I think David Riddich has has been a high goalie pick the last couple years. And when somebody does that and doesn't really perform, 
it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah, you know, it really does. and so. And we all have those guys that I don't care what you do. For the longest time for me in fantasy football, Golden Tate, dude. Golden yeah. Tate. <laughs> I just wouldn't go. I, you yeah, know, it didn't I'm matter just, what the value was on him. I just yeah. had a bad taste in my yeah. mouth. We do have some breaking news real quick. Uh, Colin Wilson has retired from the NHL. He's He played. Playoff with- Colin Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 11-year veteran played with the Avalanche and the Predators, 113 goals in 613. He has announced his retirement at 31 years old. Hey, man, that's what I would do, okay. bro. That's what I would do. I'd be going playing some adult leagues and yeah. shit. Playing some <laughs> beer league? Yeah. Find, find yourself a Hawaii beer league? Yeah. So I think from these three groups of options, Bobby has, and it was exactly as you said, I was going on there to say Corpus Allo and Merzlikens. Yeah, that I was mean, no question I for me. I think they are the best. <laughs> and especially value-wise, yeah. those guys. I think Merzlikens is going to be the goalie going into next season. Er, yeah. Going into uh, I mean, the playoffs. I mean, the plus 50 points for the name always helps in every, all it our leagues. You always. I mean, you can never count it out. <laughs> and, if, yeah. and look, if your commissioner doesn't give plus 50 points for dope name, that's you got you to gotta talk to your commissioner. Hey, we've got a bet on this, too. I've got Blue Jackets going further than somebody, don't I? I told you to watch out for the Blue Jackets. I think, is that our bet? I think we have it written down. So we, I, we do. Ooh, yeah, we yeah, yeah. A, I've got a water bet doc somewhere. I love the Blue Jackets this year because it was right when it sparked when they got Domi. I was like, oh, man, yeah, Domi's going to bring some. <laughs> yeah, that's some- right. That's right. Yeah. We did talk about that. I I really like your pick too, Davey. I'm just not I'm just not sold on Holtby. I, Chain, I don't think anybody is, squads. and I think I think I am. I, Question, I, when you made that, did you see the recent picture of him? He's looking rough. He looks like he did not. <laughs> Worked out at all this offseason. He, he may not have, but hey. He looks like he put on a couple pounds and a well, couple beers. you got to fill your dad's shoes somehow. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with the, with the Volpe comment. Uh, it is going to be interesting to see. I, I'm excited about it because I, I, I am very excited to see Holt be in a different uniform. And I, I think that Thatcher Demko is the guy over there. But it's going to be fun for them to work him in. And Holtby's still an elite goaltender. I mean, probably not anymore elite, but sure. he was an elite goaltender. And and so it's always fun to see a nice young kid getting, you know, yeah. the the help of Holtby to help grow his professional career as well. So I think this is excellent for Demko. And that's kind of why I like this tandem. And, I, w- I think your tandem is probably because they have the I don't know. I mean, I really like this. Con- I like the con- it's like a weird yeah. feeling that I have. The biggest reason I liked I like Markstrom, of, uh, I like your pick of Markstrom Riddich to be Markstrom, honest. Yeah. Well, Markstrom, Markstrom and Riddich to me is great, but obviously injuries happen. My favorite right. part about this pick is Louis Domingue being the third goalie on the team, yeah. meaning you have not a great option if necessarily if Markstrom goes down, but even if Markstrom does go down and you have Riddich and Domingue, I feel like Domingue. Especially a couple years ago when filling in for obviously not last year playing for the Devils. It's really, really hard for anybody to (laughs) it's really hard for anybody to do well playing for that Devils team. But Domingue was a great filler for uh, for the Lightning a couple years ago behind Vassy. He's not going to he's not going to be showy. He's not going to get you get you great stats. But one of those guys, you need a goalie start. The Flames are an interesting team this year. I am, I am. I think they have a, a lot of danger value to to scoring while playing some defense. 
I mean, Mark Giordano is going to be great again this year. I you know, so, so I so I like the my my pick is not necessarily because of just those two. And although I'm huge on Markstrom, Deming being that third option for an injury really mm-hmm. sells me on the, this option yeah, right definitely. here. But um, all right. So I just pulled up. I've got the I've got the Flyers going further than the Blue Jackets. Okay, uh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. that's the water bet. You still believe like, that? Yes, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Is it like a two cups to one situation for Davy? Because <laughs> I mean, obviously, that is the bolder statement of the two. Yeah. Well, I said my statement, then he he was the one who oh, approached it. Okay, so he, he brought it's not the like bet. I was like, oh, well, no. I think Philly. No, I said he wasn't Philly. trying to get odds. We didn't have oh, sports man. betting yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just I love the Blue Jackets, and I reference them later in in our next. Section, you do, but, yeah. I saw that. So I just I really do like the Blue Jackets, and they might just completely. Yeah, suck. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if when we made that bet, I was like on the fence, but I am not. I am like very confident, like confident in Philly. <laughs> I don't remember my feelings on it either, but I am very strongly <laughs> in your Bobby. favor, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, not that I think that the Blue Jackets are going to be bad, but I do think the yeah. Flyers are going to be. Like decent. when we said, I was like, who did I pick? I didn't say the Preds. That I better not have said the Preds. Oh God, no. And I was like, oh, Philly. He's like, right. uh, he's like, I pick Jokeric. What is the KHL? <laughs> <laughs> They haven't even stopped regular season play. <laughs> I stand by it though. Well, if that's it's the case, not stop a crazy the count. pick. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, so let's you do get the. Oh, we forgot he does get the extra fifty wins for the Merzlikens bonus. It's we didn't true. even count that in. <laughs> well, and they're only going to win four games all year. <laughs> but still, the Flyers would then have to win fifty five of You're the right. fifty. <laughs> Big on the flyers. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, let's we're talking about sleepers. Uh, originally, I tried to put a sleeper on here who was not a sleeper. I think I put like a guy who's like in the top. 12. I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a sleeper. But like, he's going to be like, it was, a- it was Kale McCarr. And I was like, oh, I mean, man. I was like, technically, you can argue that, that he's, he's going to sleep himself away like- from 12 to like, I thought it was honestly. I think he's going. He's I don't like think, the 20th ranked guy. <laughs> I was like, that's not a sleeper if you like get the guy in the first round. Right. So was my, the my reasoning was that a sleeper to me can be a guy who goes from like one out of the 100 into like the top 50 or a guy that's in like the top 20 that goes in like the top five. Um, and so and I think originally when I came McCarr, He's going, you know, <clears throat> between last year and this year, he's he's skipping the third to fourth round guy. I think he's a first or second round guy for some leagues, bigger leagues. Well, ten, in a 10 team league, he's the 20th ranked guy. Like he's a second round yeah. pick. That was my biggest argument to you was that. And I yeah, guess I didn't know like, his exact rank. When you I get did a guy, that. If you get a guy in the second round and he ends up being a top 10 or top five guy. That's not a sleeper to me, really. Yeah. But I ended up going back, and I'm taking Kasperi Kapanen, mm. who I think is definitely sleeper status, because they have him ranked at 250 wow. overall, which is wild to me. He is going to be starting on a line with uh, Sidney Crosby uh, and NHL Jake NHL has Gensel. him at 173. Okay, well, so I was going, you, you, told, you told me 250 before the last show. You believe me? No, it was a different site. Okay, because Yahoo Fantasy has him at 248. Um, but no, I mean, the fact is, the guy... If you put a potato on the line with Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel, they're at least going to get you top 100 rank somewhere. So I that's mean, a bold statement. Bobby Bobby <laughs> chooses a, a potato I as choose, a sleeper. Not a potato, the potato. Oh, okay. Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, Mr. Potato Head. He's a little unknown. He's a big time sleeper. I think Yahoo's got a rank at like 259 right now. 
solid. And the crazy thing is, he can wear multiple things, mm-hmm. and you know, he, he's he's uh, he can disguise himself. Yeah, and he can play <laughs> right wing or left wing. He, he, he's <laughs> multi positional. He's val- now is that changed for Kapanen? Because last year he was right wing exclusive, right? I don't know what his positions okay. are. I, I was think he was right wing. Head. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but no, but Kapanen's a great pick to me, and I, I, you know, I was more for the sleeper section. I was glad you kind of changed because because your argument made sense. Like technically, it could have been a sleeper for your argument that you're yeah. making, but it was just yeah. not enough value to me. Yeah, and while sell. we were having, I talked myself out of it. Like I was like, <laughs> all right, yeah, he's not. This is a this is a cheat. I really like this pick though. This is great. I mean, Casper Cap and it's cool. I mean, I, I think he's gonna be seeing really solid playing time with these guys and being on a line with guys like these or playing on a team with guys like these. How do you not? How do you not be a sleeper? Yeah, I, mean, I was shocked when I saw his ranking. Yeah. I, I thought for sure. That was he, very low. It was. Me. I yeah. thought for sure at the high point he'd be like 60th. Well, I mean, 60 and 60 and saying he was a sleeper would be still, I would argue that's a good choice. Yeah, you know, like 100%. that's, I mean, 60 is, I, I don't think that there's any, there. this isn't a bold statement of me to say that he could most certainly be a top. 75 top 60 guy depending yeah. on your league format. I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the year we say man this guy has jumped he's a top 25 player in some leagues sure he could make that jump and yeah. that wouldn't be crazy especially in a weird season like this but if you're talking about even if you go off NHL's fantasy rankings which a lot of people will yep because that'll that's the first one that comes up mm-hmm. and they may not go any a hundred and seventy three. Yeah. We're talking about a ten team league going in the seventeenth round. Oh, like, yeah, that's, oh. that's for some leagues. That's like the last round for right. some. Yeah, yeah. He may not get drafted in a lot of rounds, Gosh. and that's something that that you got to look at. I want say, in on that league. I want to play in that league where <laughs> nobody's drafted him. Well, but you got to think like some people are not going to go searching. No. Some people are just, I want to play. And, go and, down you know, the line. Yeah. and here's the thing, there's a lot of, and sometimes I forget that there are people out there who play fantasy simply because they're, they're a fan. Friend. So like I saw on Twitter, someone took Nolan Patrick with the first overall pick because they're a fan of Nolan Patrick. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. And, and that's perfectly fine. You, It's about having fun at the exactly. end of the day. Absolutely. Exactly. And, and there's a lot of, and, and, our categories league, we have a lot of guys that are not super in-depth hockey fans that are just fan of playing fantasy sports yeah. and yeah. fans and you know want to play with their friends, you know, yeah. just talk smack exactly. and stuff. So so I mean you you got you yeah. cannot I will not talk shit about anybody's drafting strategy if you're a fan unless you take a goalie in the first round. <laughs> and I yeah. you know, yeah. I mean my I thing mean, is I'm gonna make fun of everybody's drafting strategy just because I'm a smack talker. You know what I'm you saying? Know? Like my thing is you even get if out you have there, the, even if you have the same strategy as him. Absolutely. <laughs> like uh, I'm gonna smack talk you even if that was gonna be my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've got I've got uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, he's, he's young. I mean, he, he put up a hundred plus point seasons for the Portland Winterhawks in the W, um, two years in a row. I mean, back to back hundred plus point seasons. I mean, that's impressive as, as I think he's going to bring that to the NHL level. An injury kept him out a little bit last season, but he still managed to lead the blue jackets in points per game, shooting percentage and game winning goals. Wow. And so, and I bet nobody knew that stat because no. nobody's obviously paying attention to the blue jackets, but, <laughs> but, but except me, You're <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I expect him to see time on the top line, uh, first power play unit as well. 
I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, if he sticks around. It, it's not looking promising at the moment. I think he wants a trade. He just got that new two-year deal, but I think he wants a trade out of there. So that will impact him negatively. But mm-hmm. I still think he's a sleeper because he knows he's going to have to play a more important role. And uh, and I, I just that's a name I think people should keep on their their list. I think he's ranked on NHL Fantasies 250. He's 130. So he's uh, he's a little higher up than uh, old Kasperi Kapanen. But but I like I like Bjorkstrand and I think everybody should uh, should pay attention to him. I, uh, I definitely don't hate the pick. It's not something that I'm personally feeling, but I you know, I mean, from 130, if you can if you can get this guy in the 10th round and he gives you top 70 value, that's exactly what we're looking for on this on the sleeper pick here. Yeah, I have a guy that I had an original pick, and so I kind of threw another pick in there to make it similar to what you guys have chosen. My guy's ranked 52 on NHL's fantasy top 250. Brady Chuchuk, especially in a categories league. I want to highlight this. Uh, At 52, you're probably going to have to take him around the fifth round or so. I think this is a guy that can give you top round value. And so seeing your your guys' two picks, I did throw an additional pick in there, but I, I mean – Brady Chuck is going to score you points. He's going to get you hits. He's going to get you blocks. Definitely. I think that there's a lot of value in that. And and there's a lot of guys in front of him that I would be happy. I mean, there's that I would be happy to take him in front of. 52's pretty close to the top though. 5 round, you're not going to get any value. So I do <laughs> want to give a value pick to people, especially in some deeper leagues, 10 or 12. Anthony Duclair it's going to be a guy that's probably not going to get drafted in most leagues. He showed out last year on a Ottawa team that was bad. That yeah. was really, really bad. Getting multi-positional eligibility on either wing, playing in Florida. I mean, we're talking he's at 232 wow. right now. On, okay. So, like, there, we're talking most leagues. He's not even going to get drafted. Yeah. And so that is that is the kind of value that you guys have brought to the table. So I did want to give a pick like that. Anthony Duclair is he I mean, especially depending on his line position, where he gets placed, right. where Quinville puts him, you get to play with Huberdo <laughs> and you know, or Barkov or both Things, change chance. Quickly then. Things do change <laughs> quickly. And with that multi-positional eligibility, that is fantastic. One more I wanted to throw at you guys. This is not necessarily my pick. Nick Suzuki mm. from Montreal. Montreal. I think that that is going to be a big sleeper. for. Yeah. He's 129. 129, okay. A okay. center white, a right wing eligibility. Playing in Montreal, a team that I don't know how you guys feel. I think that they're, we're on the cusp of yeah. looking a lot yeah. better than they have. I think that that, that could be a mega, mega sleeper. Yeah. Uh, that I do want to say that I tried look. I literally, it's funny because I'm looking at the Habs roster right now, and when I typed it in, I just typed in Habs current roster. 
it just it really wanted to give me the 2019 roster. And I think you had the issue with that dumb vanilla. I did 2019. There was like no this, no no 2020 straight back to 2019. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, great sleeper picks. I think that they are. I think they're all really good values. I, I do not see any of these players finishing close or worse than their current position. Uh, but let's get into our winners and losers. Um, I'll start us off. My winner for this coming up year, Carey Price. I talked about him earlier. While he's not going to, while he may see less work, you know, they brought in Jake Allen. More rest for this vet entering his 14th season after a really good year, which uh, uh, is just what the doctor ordered. If you can get him and not have to buy high or reach for uh, Bassey or Halibut, I think it's a good deal. Um, cause you know, there's gonna be a lot of people that do reach high for Vasilevsky. And I think what you're getting from Carey Price at the end of the day, isn't going to be substantially worse than what you get from one of those other guys, because the guy you're going to get in place of that round where Vassy was, is going to make up more than make up for that difference. Yeah. Uh, so I think Carey Price is a great value at goaltender when a lot of people are, you know, the fact is sometimes his play is not the determining factor. It's actually him playing less that's going to help him throughout this season. That's true. I mean, that's very true. I, I'm, I like Carey Price, and that's actually a strong point. I mean, if you want to stack your team and get you know, don't worry about your goalies right away, this is a guy that'll probably fall back a little bit more than I'm probably expecting. Like I, I mean, some people are probably going to pick him, but because they like him, but I think he's going to fall back a little bit. I think you're going to be surprised how low he goes. In, in my opinion, I, I hope so. If, if I could yeah. get him late in the draft, I'd be perfectly happy. It would get, be great. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly that would be per, like, listen, I have no problem in a league. If if a carry price ends up being my starting my main goaltender and I get him really late, I'm OK with you that. I'm not worried it. as much as I would be with my loser that I have on here coming up. Yeah. Just speaking to goalies and, and you have a goalie on there. Yes. Davey. I want to. I mean, John Gibson. That's a guy that's going to go way late and is he is going to start a lot of games. And he's going to get a lot of saves because they let a lot of shots on. He net. really will. So I mean, he he's not my guy. Don't expect a shutout out of him. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> he's one of those guys where in a, if you get him in a cats league, go ahead and sacrifice your goals allowed average. Yeah, and just know you're getting a lot of saves. Absolutely right. Well, and especially from where you're probably going to get him relative to. I mean, a starting goalie where starts are going to be yeah. valuable. I, I want to put this in perspective. 195. Last on year, NHL. I got him in a league in free agency after the draft. <laughs> and he got me a lot of save points. I mean, yeah. listen, if, and it's one of those things where if you at the end of the week, you need one more goalie start and you don't have it. It's yeah, you're going to you're going to allow a lot of goals. But he's going to get you, I mean, yeah. 60 saves in a game. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it, yeah it's wild. They're just not a good team. But honestly, sometimes getting a, you don't always want a goaltender from the best team with the best defense. Right. Because, right. you know, if you get 12 saves in a game and, you know, cool. But for goalies, you want use sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that kind of goes into into my pick. Uh, I've got Cam Talbot, who uh, is now in the Minnesota Wild with the Minnesota Wild. Um, the, Wild traded away Dubnik, and Stalock is going to miss some time. So Talbot's the clear number one, and uh, he shared time last season with Riddick in, in Calgary for a little bit, um, and he emerged as the number one goalie in the postseason for the Flames. So that he's showed that he's got a little bit more spark in him. He's not the Talbot we saw for a couple years there in Edmonton where he wasn't all that good, and and I, I feel like he's going to bounce back. He's uh, I feel like this Wild team also has great young talent like Fiala and uh, what's a uh, – 
Kirill Kaprizov. <laughs> yeah, I know you're bitter about Fiala, but but Fiala's Baby. solid, and I think uh, he also he'll be playing behind one of the deepest defense um, defenses in the league, and which is to your point said not necessarily a good thing for a goaltender, but I think Wild is still a team that is going to give up a lot of shots. I know their defense is solid. I mean they've got. I mean, what is their... The Spurgeon General warning? Oh, man, yeah. The new captain? (laughs) Yeah, right? The new captain? I know. Uh, Matt Dumba? I mean, look, I'm... Solid guys. I think that that it's something that Talbot has missed in his career. He hasn't been as great because, yeah, I mean, Oilers have had a few good defensemen, but the, the style of the way that the Oilers played... And even the Flames, to uh, to an extent, mm-hmm. the way that they played, they were scoring in flurry. So, like, right. it makes the other team more aggressive and takes it. I mean, it's hard to block oh, amazing really shots that, that the other team is having to take. Yeah. I love the pick. I think that it's a great pick. And with a more defensive style of play, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be looking at some potential shutouts. And, I mean, Dubnik yep. was that guy that you could pull in and he'll get you a shutout. Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll bring you a shutout to the, to the table. And – I don't think that's all Dubnik that right. Dubnik's doing. Well, um, exactly. So. I think, uh, and, and you guys, I think you agree that the Wild are going to be a little better team this year. And I think one of you even said that they're going to they're going to get higher than the Stars. I think we said on a episode or two ago. But and uh, and I obviously I'm going to disagree as a Stars fan. But but one of you said that and uh, they could. I mean, they really could. It's, very well. It could. wouldn't be it wouldn't be crazy. No. So I have, I have. Uh, a main winner and then I threw one more in there that should have probably been closer in the sleeper section but I do think he's a winner based on the off season but my main winner is Jack Eichel not only not only for you know him being obviously awesome bringing in Taylor Hall is a twofold benefit to me in my opinion obviously taylor hall is a great player to have on your team and have the option Mm -hmm. uh, for but i think what it mainly does is it shows jack eichel that this team is willing to win they want to win yeah and for a young guy that has been dominant in this league for the past few years but seemed to kind of turn it off because it seemed like his, you know, his GM and his coach and everything just didn't care whether or not they won. It's not about winning to them. I think that showed them, look, we are willing to win. We want to win. You got the, you got the couple, you got a couple of Rasmuses back on defense. Yes. Uh, Darlene gets a, a year under his belt and gets to come back out here. I, I think Jack Eichel is the biggest winner just purely based off of his, the, the organization's thought process on winning and him being showed yeah. that they want to win. Yeah, so I, I think that's a I think that's a big winner. It seems like a little bit of a cop out. But my semi winner is and, and and like I said, should have gone into the sleeper section, Victor Arvidson. Now there's a butte. He <laughs> We're talking about on the NHL's top 250 fantasy. He's an honorable mention. He is <laughs> outside wild. of the that's, top 250. It's because he's on the Predators. I mean, it, it's the Predators, <laughs> but it's also, I mean, he's had slower years. Yeah. He, the yes. pressure, I feel like the pressure has got to him. His whole career seems like he was just that. 
that wily guy that yeah. just got in there and you know made things happen because he's willing to give a hundred thousand percent more than the guy beside Absolutely. him and he had a really good season and scored what 60 points in a season and then so it's an expectation at that point yeah so the predators making a lot of moves and selling a lot of pieces yeah. off and like saying you know like hey we're trying to rebuild I think that takes a lot of the pressure off of him. Yeah. So if you can take Victor Arvidsson on your last round pick or, you know, I mean, if you're playing, if you're playing fantasy hockey here in Tennessee, there may not be that option yeah. because the guys know him and want to bring him in. And, yeah. and he's coming in like, you know, they actually spoke with the players at training camp today, this morning. He's finally, for the first time in three years, coming into a season fully healthy. Yeah, oh, that's he huge. has been struggling. The Preds have overall there because a lot of their big guys have been struggling with health. Yeah, coming into a season because they always, you know, they make it just far enough into the postseason because not wild, to, to have a. <laughs> they make it just far enough in the postseason to have a shorter off season, so they don't really have time to get fully healthy. Well, they got knocked out this year pretty early in the uh, the bubble playoffs and they had time to get healthy and he's finally coming he said for the first time in a while until he's he's a hundred percent healthy and i think God, for big. a guy like him where his health his the, the amount of effort that he gives is correlates to his health yeah that's huge i think we could be seeing a great year and i think that's a great pick yeah. uh especially the value you get him but now we're going to move into our losers i want to go and start off with anton kadobin i think both him and ben bishop uh, they Antoine Gudugobin got lucky last season, I think, with a lot of... He, he is not good in high danger situations. In fact, he's one of the worst. Yeah. Ranked 29th among goalies uh, in high danger chances. He had an 82.5% uh, uh, high, high danger save rate. I think any uh, he's no way worth drafting sooner than the fifth round. I wouldn't take him before the sixth or seventh round. I think that people are going to buy high on him because of last year. I think him and Ben Bishop are not going to be the same this year. And I want to say, I, you know, I know you're a huge Dallas guy. They're slow starters. I think that this 56 game season hurts yeah. them a lot more than a yeah. lot of other teams well, that are the good teams. And they didn't do anything. They they've got the same team. They re-signed guys. Yeah. We're talking about a team that doesn't score very many goals. And defensively, they're great. But yeah. and that helps yeah. their goalies, and that's why their goalies look so much better. But you're right, Anton Hudobin. Was a lucky little, and he he saw an opportunity. He was given an opportunity, and he rose to the occasion. Yeah. Can he do it again? I don't know. This is going to be tough because Ben Bishop is out. So I mean, Hudobin's got a lot. Yeah. He's got to carry. Not this to mention, team, so. they had some great third alternate jerseys released, and they have probably the worst retro jerseys I've ever <laughs> seen. They're bad. They're they're not. So good. they're going to have to play in those things. I know. I I'm I, I would say I would say not good is the is the not absolute one hundred percent. 10 times nicest way you could say that <laughs> that is that is that is very very nice of you Davey for Thank not you. coming at your team like that because hey. they're bad they're, they're awful <laughs> they're absolutely awful and they used to have that that big star on there back in their their older jerseys and that's what they put on there and I don't know they missed an opportunity I guess with the wild going with those uh, North Star jerseys you can't really Dallas couldn't really do it, you know. You know what? If I'm Dallas, I'm doing it too. I am Uh, doing. I would do the exact. Those are the best ones. I'd have just done it too. Be like, hey, hey, right here, buddy. You know, like, come on. Whenever they play, wear the same ones. Yeah, (laughs) I love the North Star. You know, like, or if I'm doing, I'm doing it, but I'm making uh, just to piss them off, doing purple. 
doing purple jerseys like that. I would so just that, do so like that you go into thing. Ming so that you have to go play the wild there. Uh, let me hit you guys jerseys. with this. Absolutely everything the same except for instead of an N, it's an S for the South Stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Davey, who do you have on yeah. your losers, buddy? This was, honestly, I was having a hard time with it, I, and I was thinking this is this one's kind of just off. A little different. I, I got uh, Devin Dubnik and Ryan Donato getting traded to the Sharks from the Wild. I think uh, I hate this for them because I feel like the Wild have a strong chance to compete this year. Uh, whereas I don't feel very confident about the Sharks again. I, right. I don't feel very good about the Sharks at all. Uh, this does make the Sharks a much better hockey team, though. But but I don't think it's enough to make them go deep. No. But it will be nice for them to have a nice solid goaltender and another maybe a second liner, Ryan Donato, something like that. Um if there is one upside to it, though, is Dubnik and uh, Donato are leaving the frigid cold of the of Minnesota to go to the West Coast beach life. They but, can I mean, lose. So. It doesn't really matter to them. Right. right. Like, okay, right. this is nice. But <laughs> I hate it because anytime you've got a team that's that clearly wants to to, to pick or you know, to elevate and to actually have a chance at winning like the wild, I think they've got a real shot at actually going pretty deep this year um, and then leaving, getting getting traded away or. I hate that. I hate that for guys all the time. And so uh, they're not necessarily the losers per se, but they but they kind of are. They're getting in an unfortunate situation here. The losers are relative. Right. It's relative because you're going to see with my pick that it's not necessarily the guy that's going to be bad right, this year. Right. It's just more the guys that got moved into a situation yeah. that is not as beneficial as it as it once was. Exactly. I mean, Dubnik, I mean, we're talking about the the top defensive stars on the sharks are not defensemen they're right. they're they're great offensemen that happen to play on the back on, on the back mm-hmm. side of, of 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 a roster so i i agree with that i think donato while having was going to have more opportunities to be a part of the the game plan i think that you know he could come out and give you more minutes and maybe and therefore a few more stats than you're necessary and then you're normally going to get but i i agree with that i mean it's it's hard taking dubnik from a guy that we talked about where cam talbot is a potential winner Mm -hmm. because he's going to the wild and taking a guy like dubnik who's older onto a team like the sharks that I mean, Martin Jones has been run up and down this league. We're talking about yeah. one of uh, a few years ago. We're talking about one of the better goaltenders mm-hmm. and one of the guys you're going to take higher in the draft to a demolished squad that just get it gets him wrecked yeah. on a on a daily basis for a, for a well, multi starter. I love the I love the pick. Yeah, right dude, it's a shutout guy. He's going to go get peppered in, in San Jose, and he's not going to get but maybe you know two. <laughs> yeah, that. that was that was a lot of Dubnik's value. It he was. wasn't necessarily the best goalie on the on the ice. But every once in a while, he was going to give you a 45-save shutout that yeah. really helped you win a week. Right. And so I just I, I agree. I don't see that you're going to get that from him uh, going to San Josie. Right. Uh, mine, and exactly as we said, my loser is not necessarily going to be a bad player or a loser in general, but just situationally. What's happened? Braden Point losing Kucherov is a big blow Huge. to. It's a big blow to your 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 outlook. 
I mean, they have they have Braden Point at at eighteen on the on the NHL top two fifty. He had a, re- in my opinion, had a real opportunity to go wild this year. A hundred percent. But it's a lot easier to shut down one guy when he doesn't have one of the best wingers in the game on his other side. Mm-hmm. And not not to say that Stamkos isn't going to provide some bo- uh, some yeah. boost and bonuses to him, but Stamkos could go out, you know, game one and break a femur and be out the whole year. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the worry that you're going to have to have. So, and there's a lot of people that are talking about taking Braden point in the first round. I just don't see it. Braden point to me is an MVP candidate with Kucherov there. I I, I'm agreed. I said it at the end of last year. I absolutely agree with that. Call MVP. Yeah. That completely changes. And this goes my bold statement. A couple, uh, I guess, a couple months ago when we did that, and I said Braden Point is going to be just watch is going to be one of the top point scorers in the league, and, and moving forward, he's going to be <clears throat> caliber status up there. With it, I was like Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin, but he's never going to be that. But but you see what I'm saying? Like he's going to be elite. Wow, this hurts this season, man. This hurts. it really does. Tell you what, though, this is a litman, litmus test. If he it comes is. out and he sure. still does destroy it. It's, and then it's like, okay, maybe Nikita Kucherov wasn't the key. It was Braden Point was the key. Yeah. It's the one pick on the board that we have on our three sets of losers here that I'm like, if mine is completely 100% wrong, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. I wanted to go bold because I'm not high on his draft position. A lot of folks are taking him in the first round. Yeah, that's hard. And like... I'm thinking late second, early third is as early as I'm willing to take Brady yeah. Point. It's hard. I to would even be. say like late third. I'd probably almost. go. I'd probably it's, go second with him, but but it just depends on who's in front. I it's don't know. hard. It's hard to be the champion. Because here's the thing: it's where, hard to where, be the champion. Where are you taking Stamkos? And if you take him early, are you stacking? I mean, are you stacking Stamkos and Point together? I'm not. I'm not. I'm also. I don't like Stamkos. He, the, he bit me in the playoffs. The <laughs> ranking. The rank. Where where NHL.com has him ranked is 42, and I'm not taking him that low. 42? That's 42. Wow. And I don't know if they're factoring in injury history in that or what. He's lost his center eligibility, which is hurt. Which hurts you. You know, he oh. does have left wing, right wing now. Used to okay. he had center, right wing. Yeah. But wingers are something you can find you know um, so i'm not taking him all the way down at 42 but i he's not a top so 10 how, pick like he last has year i know eligibility the, the first week eligibility got shaken up a lot because you know we were like oh that guy then they would play you know they might come out the first week and stamkos ends up playing a lot at center for some reason and then it's like oh now he has all three right. he, might, he right. might get it but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna draft a guy yeah. a little higher for potential oh, that yeah, he yeah, may get yeah. i'm not saying yeah. that you're eligibility saying that. To me is a tiebreaker it's not gonna bring you up around sure yeah, right exactly so yeah, so Stammer is is a guy that I'm probably not taking him at his draft position, but looking through the rankings of who they have a little bit ahead of him, I mean, he <laughs> may end up at 42 for me he because might. because I I don't know if you guys have seen that dude perfect uh, video of like the different styles of fantasy football drafters. 
But like, there's like one guy that's the doctor. He's like, oh, he's he's got it. He's injury prone. That's always been me. I'm like, that's me <laughs> because because you know anybody can get injured on any given week. But I don't care what you say. The guy that gets injured a lot is injury prone to me. Sure. I, you know, like I'm not gonna take the risk on a guy if with that injury history that I'm, he has. I'm not taking him. I, if I have a chance at him, I'm gonna let him go, and I'm gonna go elsewhere. My opinion. I just I'm. I don't like him anymore, you guys. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sold on him. I'm, not. I, I'm with you 100, percent and I'm definitely not. It's if especially especially if I have point, I'm not taking yeah, him. Right. You know, uh, if that makes any sense yeah. at all. But all right, guys, uh, we will uh, be back. We I think we're gonna do every week, depending on situation with COVID and stuff. We might be doing every other week now. Um, this is kind of you know our first se- real season doing this now. We will see you guys uh, maybe next week. Boom, boom. See you boom. guys later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.